7.50, and we may all still be smarting from the uh, thumping uh, at the hand of the 49ers uh, nearly a week ago. Action Sports Jack's Brett Martineau live as the Jaguars really need a win at home on Sunday against the Titans. You know, you say that this uh, in this morning's story, and I'm, I'm struck by it because they're 6-3. and three. I mean, 6-4 and four isn't a bad record necessarily, but you look ahead, and that's where the need really comes in, huh? Yeah, Rich. I think uh, it's. Inter- I was trying to play this out too because the NFL's goofy, and and you just get the uh, you expect the unexpected almost. And so if they were to lose, it's not over by any means. Six and four, you got to beat Houston next week, and there's a lot that can still happen. But right now, the way it feels in Jacksonville feels like a big game. Feels like they need to get a win at home. Feels like they need to get a bounce back game from Trevor Lawrence, and it feels like that offense needs to show something and break out to breed confidence. Uh, in and out of the building here in Jacksonville. How do they get it rolling? Who's the key to getting it rolling, do you think? I, I think we landed on this yesterday during the show on Brenton Friends on ESPN 690. We were breaking down the game a bit, and you know I think Travis Etienne is such a big part of it. But as you look more and more, we started to do this just count of his touches. And uh, I have to go back and just verify, but you'll get the idea one and eight over the last couple of years, going back to last October when he really took over the reins and they traded James Robinson when he touches it 15 or less times. So they've got to give him the football and get him involved and don't let other teams take him away. So uh, I think that will be a big part of it. And that's a good way to get him going. And then that feeds off Trevor Lawrence and, and maybe the offense starts clicking. They were awful on first downs last week against San Francisco. They've got to be better in that department. Of course, that does usually um, you know, go partly with handing the ball off to Travis Etienne. Well, and I think the record for Doug Peterson shows that uh, after a stinker of a performance, he's got a good bounce back record here in Jacksonville and even in Philly too. Well, this team does. They went on a five game win streak after the big loss to Detroit last year, the big loss to Houston earlier this year, they won five in a row. So I guess we know what's going to happen next five in a row. Here we come <laughs> for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, but yeah, listen, this is a resilient team. I think people are losing sight of that. It's a team that has done a lot over the last year. There's a little maybe overreaction and too close to the panic button this week in Jacksonville. I get it was ugly. You don't want to lose like that at home. It looked really bad, but this team has done a lot of good things, and I don't know if we should lose sight of that. And guess what? There's a better football team coming up on Sunday. Just go handle your business. You're a touchdown favorite against your division rival. Uh, How do the Titans shape up? Uh, Obviously, this kind of a team, the way that they're coached, you expect it to be rough. You expect it to be very physical, and it's a divisional foe that we have an interesting track record with. That obviously is going to factor in here with Mike Rabel's team coming in. I think you hit all the expectations. Uh, Mike Vrabel usually gets a lot out of his football teams, even if they aren't great. Uh, they are going to try to muddy it up, uh, even though the sun hopefully will shine on Sunday <laughs> maybe. Uh, in Jacksonville, maybe. Uh, but uh, so a lot of teams kind of stay in the teens or the low 20s when you're playing the Titans. They are not going to score 30 points. They just won't get there. Uh, and this plays really into the hands of the Jags. I mean, Derrick Henry is having just an okay year, but the Jags are top five in the NFL against the run. If you stop him, you've got a quarterback in Will Levis who's a rookie, and that could lead to a bunch of mistakes playing just his fourth game in a row for the Tennessee Titans. So, I mean, there's a lot of matchup problems uh, for Tennessee against the Jaguars in this one as well. So it should be a good day, I think, Sunday, if the Jags do what they're supposed to do and really just hold on to the football, Rich. I mean, they just can't turn the ball over at the rate they've been doing this. Is there any update on Zay Jones' status for the game? Uh, Limited the last couple of days in practice. And last week he was like this, too. 
uh, obviously had uh, the, the off the field incident that does not impact at all to this weekend's, you know, whether he plays or not. I think this is more injury related mm-hmm. still. I'd be surprised if we see him play on Sunday should get more notice on that later this afternoon, but I w- wouldn't expect to see Tyson Campbell and we're not going to see Jamal Agnew. So Jags do have a couple of guys out. It's a Sunday kickoff one o'clock at the bank and on CBS 47 high school football playoffs continuing tonight. What's your eye on uh, good matchups tonight? Oh, we have some fantastic matchups around. How about bowls and rains? That probably headlines at Trinity Christian University. Christian Bartram Trail hits the road to the Panhandle for a second straight week. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. We'll have it covered. It's the last week of the Friday Night Blitz, but hopefully not the last week for many local teams as they continue to chase a state championship. All right, you can watch it on Fox 30 and CBS 47. Coverage this afternoon, 3 to 6, on Brent and Friends on ESPN 690. Brother, we will talk to you Monday, hopefully basking in a win on a victory Monday here in Jacksonville. 7.55 on Jacksonville's Morning News.